1: fm to get started what the hell eugene killed jesse wait no jesse's alive wait no he's not what the hell wait what the heaven we're talking about god's master plan and getting your dick bit off by a dingo on this week's preacher after show stay tuned you're tuned in to after buzz tv the espn of tv talk now let the buzz begin Hello, everybody. Welcome to the AfterBuzz TV Preacher mm. After Show. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> we got a double dose of Preacher this week. We are talking about Preacher Season 4, Episode 6, Lost Apostle, Boom. and Season 4, Episode 7, Messiah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your host, Elena Jordan, and I'm super excited because yeah. today I am joined by the incomparable Dave Child. Hi. The Preacher Master.
2: I've read the books. That's right, I've
1: read the books.
2: And I can talk about
0: them.
1: Uh, And we also have a very special guest host joining us again today, Alex LaFosta. You. Who has not only been my best friend for about ten years, he knows more about... Movies and comics than damn near anybody else that I know, and television. So
0: You brought your ride or die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: baby. Yeah, I know more information like two, than, than at I... least
0: two people. So I'm getting I'm yeah.
1: <laughs> I found two people outside that knew less. So I was like, <laughs> come on in. Um, so just kind of right off the bat, getting your overall thoughts on both of these episodes, because both of these totally yeah. were very, wow. very similar.
2: Good thing nothing extreme happens in both of these episodes. Oh, wow. it'll be smooth sailing. There's no extreme stuff at all. This, is, this, these two episodes. Even watching them back to back, it was like it's a roller coaster of things happening. Yeah. these were. It's not treading water whatsoever. The show. No. This goes like from one crazy thing to another. It's it, it's going to be insane to talk about what happened in these episodes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It, it's and it's funny how like as the, throughout both episodes it switches in tone to, from like Breaking Bad serious to like Mel Brooks slapstick like and like uh, very right. quickly like uh, uh very often through both episodes. So yeah, I'm excited to see what the rest of the series is going to do.
1: I absolutely loved both of these episodes. I thought they were phenomenal. And it is, we were kind of talking about how they ventured a lot from the comics. So be sure to stay tuned for the whole episode, because (laughs) not only will we be talking about both of these episodes of Preacher, we'll also, at the end, be talking our special segment, Page Flipped. (laughs) Dave's favorite. (laughs) He thinks it's so clever. He loves it. (laughs) It's so good. It's my best work. What? So we're going to be talking um, but,
2: very fast, because we have a lot yes. of stuff to get through. So, yeah.
1: uh, so we'll be talking about the comics and how they differ at the end of the episode, as well as giving our predictions, so be sure to stay tuned for all of it. Right.
2: Also, but, I will be looking at the chat, so if you're watching us live, God bless you. And make sure to say mm-hmm. hi. Cause tip I'll say our hats
1: ass. to those in the chat. Yep. Uh, so dipping right into this episode, uh, episode six... Lost yeah. Apostle. Um, and kind of talking about God's plan overall, this episode starts with this weird Brooklyn-based version of, <laughs> of the story of Abraham being yeah. watched on VHS. And I love how, like... God's RV.
2: Yeah, the first like clue we get that this isn't quite right is the aspect ratio is off, which yeah. is cool. It's yeah. like a, it's a square TV that we're suddenly watching. Right, yeah. And then it backs out, and then we see that it's VHS. I love that God... Watches and listens to everything on very out of date technology. It's never really up to date. (laughs) (laughs) We see him later, like, listening to a, a reel to reel on prayers. And it just, it's a good, it's just a good follow through with what God listens to stuff on.
1: I like it too because it's like analogous to because he is the creator of everything. To him, that is the latest technology because this is the latest period in time, the past. Right. However, like, 100 yeah. years... It's pretty recent. ...is all recent. Yeah. It's all the same. It's, like, just our limited mortality that we're like, that's out of date. And he's like, I'm an immortal being, so... <laughs> and if it's true, like, you <laughs>
2: imagine God, like, looking at a
0: scroll to, like, look
1: yeah. at it
2: So this is actually this pretty is up to date. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's like an antiquated form of media, um, antiquated <laughs> medium, but it's, like, not as antiquated as you would assume. Yeah, yeah.
1: What did you guys think about having this version of abraham where he is uh this brooklyn accent (laughs) right
2: i think they were just like leaning in towards the kind of made for tv cheap quality version of this where it's you know you're we're seeing god's memory of this important biblical thing but it's not probably quite accurate especially with this it's it it's very much like when we see the dinosaurs in the yeah. first episode, God, which Absolutely. I still love. Yeah, they're all like claymation dinosaurs, <laughs>
1: even their claymation Dookie.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is <laughs> such a weird scene. Yeah, so this is another like version of that where hmm. we're seeing kind of a reproduction of a memory. So we're seeing someone who's like not.
0: Definitely not the person, definitely not Abraham talking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I really liked how, like, because, like, it pretty even, even says in the Bible that, you know, God is an egotistical God. So it makes sense that he would just be sitting back, just like, I'm going to watch some of my greatest hits. Like, let me <laughs> yeah. just watch the moments where people really, really loved me.
1: I was going to do it. I
0: was going <laughs>
2: to
1: kill my only son. I love you so much.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it makes you kind of wonder why he's, because one thing we've been saying in this, uh, as we've been talking about the show, is God is clearly an asshole. So (laughs) this is a case, this is a famous case of God probably being the biggest asshole to this one person yeah.
1: Yeah. and
2: then being like, just kidding. No, you're good. I was testing you. <laughs> and you saw that the response to that was, Oh, I love you. You, we passed the test. Mm. Well, we
1: see it too. with the, the whole thing with the dinosaurs is it's like at that point they did pass the test. So this is kind right. of some foreshadowing for, okay, but yeah. now you're not going to pass the test and you see what happens when you don't pass the test. Right. So, so it, it I feel up- like this is the first one. He's like, this is the first time I test, I tested humanity. And you did all right, but, you know, just because you did well last semester doesn't mean <laughs> yeah. that you passed this semester.
0: Yeah, and it makes
2: you think, it makes you wonder whether this is a test, or if it's not, if it's him looking back and being like, uh, I like to back when, and then maybe he's moving on to something else, mm. because by the end of the of the seventh episode, we find out maybe it's not a test, maybe it's something. Yeah, yeah. Totally a little
1: bit different. more. Yeah. Um, but we do have also where he's calling hair star and he's saying, you know, we're setting up for phase two escalate and then we keep seeing him ask about Humperdoo and asking about Humperdoo. We find out, too, that the phase two escalate scale is to pit New Zealand and Australia yes. together to create this war I by this super cinematic <laughs> dropping off of the very full body. Like, I was like, once he exploded, would it, that box be that full of Prime Minister? Well, I
2: remember because he went into he went into the box, and, yeah, then, and pushed- then
1: he Put the grenade, yeah, and the and grenade. And then they closed the
2: box. Yeah, but and like... And it didn't
1: explode the box, so... It did explode in the box, so he exploded, but I would think that just the sheer mass of him no, would it didn't not leave be the box. so big to fill...
2: Oh. Like, I'm know, saying, like, like, the fill
1: lines... Sm- smaller yeah, pieces. Yeah, like, being exploded, you would think, like...
2: Obviously, you don't know how much blood is in the human
1: body. Enough to fill a whole crate. <laughs> Turns out...
0: But We're I love that his, conveniently,
1: guts. his sash is fully intact, uh, so everyone right can know, top. and at the, yeah, top, right at the top, floating.
0: <laughs> I um, don't know what this is.
1: But yeah, so then we get the whole elevation of that, where then we have where they have the atom bomb and they're out there with that poor Australian man who's like, What are you doing? <laughs> He's like, We're from New Zealand. But, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> 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 what do you guys think of this whole plan of like this, how this started as just like this one little kind of funny offhand scene? With the blame it on the Australians, and that now being the impetus for this entire nuclear war episodes later. This season seems to tie everything in to previous episodes more. Mm. So what did you think about this? Did you feel like this was another good example, or did you feel like this was just a little bit too over the top? Uh,
0: well, I mean, I I, I really like the way that it tied certain things in. Like again, like I liked how they would, you know, uh, in a in a Breaking Bad way, like sort of bring up things from previous episodes to like tie it into these uh, uh, last two episodes. Right. But also just have like these weird slapstick comedy moments. Like everything with the, yeah. everything with the the God's plan just seems so ridiculous. It seems like something out of like uh, Spaceballs or something like well, that. They also, so
2: yeah, they also brought in like. They the the funniest rivalry in yeah. Yeah. New Zealand and Australia. Yeah. So to to create that rivalry into an atomic war yeah. is great. <laughs> and it just shows how, you know, satirical and ridiculous that could be. It reminded <laughs> me of uh Doctor Strange Love. Yeah. yeah. You know, it yeah, had that yeah, kind of feeling to it. So I, I love that they did that. I, and I guess that that, that we're going to do, as soon as he's like, blame it on the Australians, I'm like,
1: oh, that's what's going <laughs> yeah. to cause go. the I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and then the probably most cringeworthy moment of mm. the whole episode is Hairstar getting his call to Australia, thinking right, yeah. that he is going to have his looks restored, he's all happy, he's talking to Hoover, too just wait, Hoover Too, I'm gonna be so attractive. <laughs> I, love Which love I also Hoover love too. that he... And that he prides himself on his good looks, yeah. and it was like, from the beginning you weren't, like, somebody would be like, yes, this is a model yeah. man who does not want any well, of his looks
2: altered. He had the scars in the right place, you
1: know? Because <laughs> when we first saw him, he
2: was like, oh, that guy's badass. He's got the right like star mm. scar with the milky eye. That guy's a badass. And then as soon as he make his head look like a dick and then give him this <laughs> yeah. weird, weird dog ear that's happening <laughs> then he's he doesn't you know look what? badass and the
1: ultimate anymore. irony is the weird dog ear is now being he's being attacked by this dog who yeah. is leaving him with the only dick being by, on his head
2: ugh, by a god who has a dog fetish too so oh,
1: i forgot about yeah, that it. <laughs> <you. laughs> I'm going a sick dogs on your wieners. <laughs> I mean, just take that. If it's... you're going to take anything from this show, just take that away.
0: That's one thing I'm very curious to see how Hairstar's like, appearance looks at the end of the series because they there seems to be a perpetual maiming of Hairstar. I'm, like, I'm just seeing.
2: Whoa. Oh, that's horrifying. <laughs> Thank you, Booth. That it's was got... horrifying. And the boys both were like, <laughs> 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 But what were you going to say? I was going to say, like, Australia must think it's so weird that <laughs> America kids are so fascinated with dingoes I know
1: right most
2: of Australia can kill you it has like a lot of dangerous animals
1: yeah it's designed to murder you every video from Australia is like oh I had this giant spider in my shower but don't worry the huge snake that crawled out of the wall ate it I'm (laughs) like what
2: a dingo eats one baby and then all of a sudden it's the worst thing it's like
1: maybe a dingo ate your (laughs) wiener yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's Seinfeld. Put it on a t-shirt. That's not Seinfeld. Seinfeld, the maybe, I mean, Dingo ate your baby. It was but when Elaine from, did, the, I know, from like the from whole... It's from Dingo
2: ate your baby. Dingo ate my baby. Yeah, like that's, it's that's from story. the big
1: news report, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like, when it got really famous was when it became a catchphrase from Elaine, when the... Lady I do was not always that. yes, because she kept they kept calling each other baby and she's like, Where's my baby? Where's my baby? And then Elaine goes, Maybe a dingo, ate your baby. Yeah. And uh, then, yeah, it was like a call to the whole thing about the lady who said her baby was eaten by a dingo. Okay. Welcome so, back anyway, to the Seinfeld after show. Yeah. So let's talk about the Americans. Uh, since we're yeah. talking about the fine American show Seinfeld. Yeah, we might as well talk about That'll the show right. Americans.
2: <laughs> this is one thing about this. I love how it's become a trend in the last seasons of shows. Everybody has the ability to teleport. To wherever yeah. they need to yeah. go. Yeah. Instantly. That was of the
0: essence. Yeah. You're like, Game of Thrones
1: did it. That ship took them overnight across I honestly, the world.
0: I honestly thought I'd missed something because I was uh, at the beginning of this episode. I was like, wait, uh, Tulip and Cassidy are in Australia already? Yeah. How did that happen? They took it? a ferry. <laughs> yeah. They took a ferry from the Middle East <laughs> to
2: and Australia. Went their,
1: went their car.
2: <laughs> With their car and went all the way to Australia <laughs> and like. A couple of hours. <laughs> that would have taken
0: 72 days. Yes, it would have.
2: It's not like they got onto a plane. It's it it's insane. I'm like,
1: Hitler and Jesus are arguing over coffee and you guys are like, I don't know about the logistics of this show. <laughs> just, well, they've set up the rules for
2: why. Jesus and Hitler can argue. I'll give they you that. I'll give you that how you for how teleport.
1: they teleported. And,
0: and you know what? The show is so outside. It's, it's more logistic that they would just be able to fast travel than like say something like Game of Thrones. You know. just, yeah. That's just, a poke fun at a show. Well, it's already done. Yeah.
1: Well, we've already crapped all over Game of Thrones on the very first episode of the Preacher After Show when we showed the uh, panel from Comic Con. So.
0: Right.
1: Oh. keep it a Seth
2: Rogen was the one who crapped all over gave a throw
1: but we so. just applauded it <laughs> um, uh, but we I mean just me I'll just speak for myself um uh, i do not reflect the uh, the ideas and the beliefs of afterbuzz tv <laughs> with my poor word choices which by the way AfterBuzz TV does have a plethora <laughs> of shows for you guys to check out. Perfect segue. There mm. are so many. So be sure to keep up with everything by subscribing, yeah. rating, giving us those thumbs up, thumbs. those five stars. Do it. All the things. We want them. Likes on likes. Likes on likes on likes. Uh, We also love getting your comments because we love hearing from you guys, especially because this show is so out there. So hearing all of your theories and ideas just makes it even better. It's why we do this show. It makes it... Even more fun to talk about these absurd things, like pretending to be agents and just busting in to talk to the commissioner. Because yeah. why not?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love that Cassidy didn't even have a badge in his wallet. He was just like, yeah, he I'm just empty gun. wallet.
1: It's
0: like, oh, that's good enough. For and us. they're
1: like, good enough, good
2: enough. Here's a wallet. Here's a gun. Here's two American accents. Yes. So buckle
1: up. And then we don't really know what happens to Eugene after this. But Eugene has been locked up for the murder yeah. of. Jeff Jesse, yeah. there is no body though. So Tulip is saying, "Look, like I will know when Jesse is gone. When Jesse is dead, like he's not dead. He's not dead. Right. So we get like this whole okay, fine, he's not. Let's go about. Let's mm. find him. Let's Eugene, take the letter.
2: Yeah. Eugene just like turned himself in and he has the gun. Yeah. You know, like stuff. So that's how. I'm curious if I'm. I'm wondering if that's the last we'll see of Eugene. I hope not. And I'm curious to see how. That's we're what I'm get worried about.
1: It. Is because yeah. I'm like, we don't know what's going to happen with Eugene after this. It may just be that he's locked up in Australia for the murder of a man who. That would
2: stink. That's That's right. gonna, there's going to at least be something at the very. There
1: end. has to be, or I'd be really bummed.
0: Yeah. yeah, it'd be interesting if they do something else with Eugene because it was already interesting enough that like you know the sweetest guy in the world isn't even uh like uh, uh opposed to you know reven- the idea of revenge like uh, even he thought he was over it but like all I mean is an apology I think but we, it was an interesting twist yeah we
2: need to see the rest of his arc yeah we need to see yeah. where he. Goes goes with that mentality and the fact that he did it is probably he's probably wrestling with a lot of you demons, mean right? eugene <laughs> <laughs> you mean you, leave eugene. <laughs> you mean to you. <laughs> um
1: but yeah so we also get this whole thing with casting okay look we have now driven to this dead end where the outback is very big mm. we're not going to be able to just drive around and find jesse this is not a good plan and let's face it there's no rules just right
0: Oh, my God.
1: Ah, oh, bloomin' onion. Um, So, we, uh, we basically are like, at this point, what do we have available to us? What do we have to give us clues? Jesse wrote you a letter. Was there anything in the letter? Mm. And Tulip admits that she didn't even read it, and mm. so Cassidy reads it on her behalf. Have we read it? We have not. We, mm. we don't know what's in the letter. We just know his remember. dream. And we know that his dream means that he thinks that he's going to kill these guys if he's close to them. Right. But And we assume that the letter is a more eloquent and longer explanation that's like, I'm worried I'm going to kill you. Peace. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I'm very
0: <laughs> right. curious of what that because that, that was a really great scene. Like the no dialogue in the scene, but you see Cassidy's face as he's reading the letter, and you see Tulip's face as he's reading. I mean, as she's reading Cassidy's face, and it's just really interesting seeing those yeah. two actors like bounce off of each other, just trying to figure out. Like as Tulip's trying mm-hmm. to figure out what uh, the contents of the letter is by just reading Cassidy's face, and then Cassidy's just like, it's not going to help. And you don't really know if he's going to help, if he's talking about if it's not going to help you or if it's not going to help us. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. I I really like that scene. And
1: we even get the whole, like, where he's like, actually, and you think he's going to take the letter so that she doesn't even read it to kind of protect her, save her from herself. And she's Mm -hmm. like, no, I'm going to go smoke. And that's when she conveniently discovers God's RV. Oh, uh, yeah. Which, the only thing about this, I was like, I'm sorry, if you heard that god-awful jazz, you would walk towards it? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, because she,
2: <laughs> it's because she suspects it's God. Because <laughs> she knows that yeah. God likes yeah. that jazz. So it's like, wait a second. I, I The only thing about these episodes, <laughs> like the fact that they're kind of like, wait, it was a trap. Kind of is weird to me because it
1: feels that like they went like full General Akbar very last minute. Yeah,
2: because <laughs> it kind of feels like wait you've been f- you've been following visions that God has been sending to you, Jess. Yeah, like, you have been following God's visions. Why do you think that because Tulip finds this? That it's a trap. That I don't, it's different. Under, well, yeah. it's
1: because God has also set up his whole dynamic with Tulip and about like the O'Hare curse and everything. So it's mm. like he's yeah. he's basically made it clear to her that he's not gonna be super transparent. But, but why but,
2: did like why did Jesse go, Oh oh crap, it's this is a trap?
1: <laughs> it's a trap <laughs> Yeah. It's a trap. Okay. Over and over. <laughs> he said it like five times in the episode.
2: I'm just almost wondering why Jesse's like, I don't know. It's, if he's it, following it was kind the of vision, weird. That was kind it, of
1: a weird thing that it was like, okay, so. Hmm.
0: Yeah. It would have been a little cooler if, or made a little bit more sense if he had found it Out like almost right after he got saved by Cassie and Tulip because I can understand in the moment where he's like, oh, I just got saved from the Saints uh, and I'm we're just getting our wits. I'm getting my wits about myself and oh, Tulip, Cassie, nice to see you guys again. But then right after that, he would have, she should have. Like sort of gathered kind of and like kind oh, of this, yeah. this is.
2: A I trap. guess it's because Jesse knows he's going into a trap when he's going by himself. Yeah. But he doesn't. He feels like he can handle it by himself. Right. The thing he doesn't want is for his to two... endanger
1: the two people he cares about. the most. Yes. Right.
2: So I think that's why suddenly he's worried it's a trap. Yeah. yeah. Rather than before, he's like, okay, I'm walking into danger, but I do have this ability.
1: Way to pose a question and then answer it, Dave. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. No, I'm being
1: Bro. genuine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I think that must be like what he's going through, Mm -hmm. and we do get to see... I I realize they did a good job of not... We did not know the size of the plane he falls out of.
1: Exactly, yeah. We just see him fall. We just see him fall. We we see a plane
2: way in the distance. And we
1: thought that it was that big plane that we saw. They they have so many good red herrings in this one. And kind of. I love, too, how everything kind of ties in. I mean, we even have where... We have Cass smart-mouthing in the diner to Sheila... Because yeah. he doesn't have his drugs. Which, and then- by the
2: way... Think of a better Australian lady name, guys. Come on. Sheila. Sheena, Sheila. I was, someone was like falling asleep that day.
1: <laughs> like whatever, it's fine. It's a diner name. Yeah. And a great, good woman she is. It's like oh. we've got some fire retardant in the back. If you want to go murder yourself, since I don't know that you're a vampire, and you'll just die horribly yeah, like, for
0: ingesting this. Re- really irresponsible lady. Cool like, Sheila. She got some thanks. weed in the back. That would have been nicer than yeah. just like here's some something might Do you kill you.
1: Some pancakes and a. Sighted, freaking death! Like, it's
0: Australia, man.
1: Australia, that is Everything basically that is yeah. Australia, You're right? Um, but yeah, so no we roast, know that Jesse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Je- well, we do learn one rule though, is that when Jesse is with, I'm tying it in, baby. I'm transition clean. Um, when Jesse is with the Saint, and after he's being tortured, and then we get the whole, we're off to kill God. That was totally spoiled, and the previous on the next episode on last time but whatever um we have jesse kind of trick the saint and take his guns after the saint is saying look my 44 walkers are gonna blow through planets Mm, yeah they're gonna blow through god too and jesse's like look let me handle god i want to find out why i want to know why I, it's more like how Eugene was like, Look, I need more well, of he, like the mm. explanation.
2: He also said like if I get to talk to him, he won't get away with it. Yeah. Well mm. if you just kill him, he'll still get away right. with it. Right. Yeah. Like he's he doesn't feel like that's Don't forget
1: enough. if I if you don't have me Right, God gets away with it, and then Jesse gets in a plane and runs, and I'm like, "You dick!"
2: <laughs> he's just trying to beat him to God. That's not
1: <laughs> it. But it's like, what a rude thing to be like. And don't forget, f you, bye.
2: <laughs> I do like Ivan in the chat brought this up, which is great. That the Big Lebowski reference came back. Quick God, yes, I do
1: love that. Where he's like, ask yeah. God to explain the but Big Lebowski. But, yeah. Cass's
2: biggest fault is that he doesn't like and he hates and. In fact, hates the Big Lebowski. <laughs> and the fact that they brought that back was daring. Yeah. It made me go, like, oh, that's why I doubt Cass's ability.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I forgot Cass is kind of an idiot because he doesn't yeah. like the Big Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> but Cass is very noble in this moment where he is being burned. And singed and burning his arm off trying to hold Jesse. Yeah. And Jesse finally has to use his voice. He has to use Genesis to say let go because Cass won't.
2: Yeah. Which, I have to say, for a show that's departed from the comics quite a bit, that's, like, directly from a panel in the comics. So it is kind of a nice little, like... <clears throat> nod towards the reference material, which has yeah. gotten so off the mark in a good way, mm, okay, but it was still nice that it still had that like kind of pivotal friend moment mm-hmm. there.
1: Don't forget, like I got you buddy like yeah. we we both had each other's backs until the end, and for Jesse, this really is the end. he gets. Killed in this moment that we see back (laughs) the direct flashback to the very first episode, Mm -hmm. which then now brings us into our next episode, episode seven, Messiah's Messiahs. Messiah, which this (laughs) kind of picks up right with Jesse leaving off with Fiore. Who makes an yeah. appearance again, too. So mm-hmm. it's like, hey, what up, buddy? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I first, love that character. First, he's fishing with a kid.
1: First, he's fishing with a random right. kid, too. Right. I love Fiora's, like... Did you think it was a random kid, though? Because I, I don't think, think it was. I think something important. Yeah, it's I, always important.
2: Well, remember in the previous episode, when he was talking to the saint, he even talked about how, like, he even had lost a kid. Mm-hmm. himself because oh, of Oh uh, yeah. Uh Tulip never came to term with her pregnancy.
1: Oh, do you think that was their kid? Yeah, I think yeah. I
2: mean, he was fishing with a mixed-race kid there. Yeah, he and kinda, it did, yeah. It kind of felt like it was he was fishing with his own kid. But we later find out that wasn't even real yeah Yeah. so So, so
1: this is a whole thing it's like legion-esque where you're like I don't even know what's happening (laughs) 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 I don't know if this is real I don't know (laughs) what (laughs) legion-esque yeah Just a full fledged like David. Like
2: they did not break into song though. So true. Yeah,
1: there was
0: quite, no, yeah, no rap this paddles. This is not, quite not, legit this episode.
1: not this episode. Um but yeah, but we see that this whole thing is that Fiora is saying, Look, I'm asking you to take God's place and it is this really humorous setup, yeah. like the the cold open of him being like you told me that Jesus is no Hitler. I don't know. Like that's <laughs> yeah. good to know, bro. Like what? I don't. Why am I here? I don't.
2: You need. We need a bit more. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm not. You got to fill in the blanks a little bit.
2: <laughs> well, I love that. It also means that it's not in Custer's, uh, Custer's like mind to be mm-hmm. like, oh, so you need me to take over? I'll take over. Right. Because that would make him. That's a so insane
1: bag. for him. Yeah. yeah. He like to him that's like just an inconceivable thing that anybody would want to step in and take God's place because right. it's like. That's so trait Like, to him, that is the most blasphemous thing. He even says, like, no, yeah. you guys are all so traitors. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to do this. Even touching the throne and seeing all of, like, the flashbacks of the microcosms down to a cellular le- level mm. to the macrocosms for life up to the universal level. Right. And him being like, no... And them saying, you know, I understand it's a lifestyle change. <laughs> 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 it's a bit much. It's a lot. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's blasphemy. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Yeah.
0: Was, yeah. it's, it's easy to also, sorry, I was just going to say, it's easy also to see that, uh, like, see Jesse as a person who lusts for power, the way he uses uh, Genesis throughout the series. But, like, in this moment, he's given the chance to be God. Uh, and he, you know, he... Uh, steps back from it a little bit, gives him a little Mm -hmm. cause to pause. So it's interesting to dive into Jesse's psyche there. It Mm -hmm. also shows that, like, he's still loyal to
2: God. Yeah, Yeah. He's still, like, after all that he's been through, he's still, it kind of surprised me, in a way. We've seen
1: a little bit of that, like, in him talking about, like, how he's just always had the belief that God has to have a bigger master plan, Right, but Mm. he just hasn't ever considered that that master plan could be the obliteration of humanity. Yeah, right. like he's thinking, Oh no, they I my dad, who is one of the best people I've ever known. Mm-hmm. When he's even explaining to the saint before, like my mom and my dad are two of the best people I've ever known. My dad was a preacher, he was the most devout person, mm-hmm. so that's still instilled in him. He's still a custer. We keep seeing that echoed throughout, yeah, and so he still has this devotion, even in what we discover is hell,
2: right. Witch. We found it, even when we we find out he's in hell and that he still has the option to take the throne in order to get out of hell, and he still is turning it down. Yeah. And it
1: feels like a video game where you're just stuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's <you're> like, like <laughs> maybe if I shoot the thing, <laughs> um, how do I get out of here? There's got to be a crack.
2: That means I can. <laughs>
1: Um, but then we do see God's master plan broken down by Fjord showing him mm-hmm. God in 2015 and what happened where God was like, oh, Genesis is out. I'm a step out real quick. roll. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And, then the like, yeah. <laughs> and oh, I love to the reference to the dog suit. And he's like, you know, the dog suit's a bit weird. And we yeah. see him just like leave the beggar too, yeah. which I think was such yeah. a monumental a thing really of great, him like yeah. not giving any money to the man who's begging for money. But I'll spend money on that dog suit, yeah. and I'll wear that driving around. Not even yeah. not
2: give money. He could have healed the beggar. He yeah. yeah, he could have done so like, many things,
1: and he, he just ignored him completely, so that he could just put on a dog suit and <laughs> yeah. like drive around on a motorcycle. And every
2: and new scene, he is a different
1: different chick lady. Mm.
2: Yeah,
0: and that was that was definitely I, I really liked that scene because it was definitely God just. Not caring about anything, like completely not caring about like uh, his any of the responsibilities that come with God, because mm-hmm. they show the mundanity of being God. You know, listening to these voicemails, it seems like of prayers. And yeah, right. then him just like uh, completely ignoring. Claretta
1: Hooker rash. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <it's> just, <laughs> I really like the way that they did that. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I, I thought that this was also really clever how they tied in. We've been hearing this weird screechy animal that they've been referencing we see Tulip look at this weird thing and we're like what is this and he's like is that like a what is that like in the background that I hear like all this stuff we find out that it's God's master plan is this his creation part three yes (laughs) is Drake so because of Drake God was like no one else can live on earth. Thanks. You are the reason. And so
0: everyone will be killed except for Drake.
1: Because of Drake. Um anyway, so yeah, so this weird creature that he's been tinkering with mm. He's going to obliterate humanity and this is going to be the new thing that takes over right. unless God's going to replace us, unless you yes. replace God. Yeah. What's going to do, Jesse? <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> back in Masada.
2: So the the question also is, is this
1: part of God's plan? <laughs> yeah. Is God's plan.
2: Is this part? <laughs> is like him going to hell and being offered, does he want Jesse to turn now i
1: think he does become. i think he wants god to take i think god wants jesse to take that spot because then god's like it's my get out of jail free card then yeah. i can just hang out on earth with my new creatures that mm. i like better and i can do whatever i want i don't have to worry about all this right
2: but it would still be like all of creation right so it'd be mm. yeah it would be redoing everything i guess mm. that's
1: true it'd be like hitting a reset unless yeah. he's
2: just doing it in order so it's just Will take the throne so I could just not be God anymore and I could just chill. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking that it that is. Is that
1: he's like, yeah, and maybe
2: be- he's not even going to create new creatures. Maybe I think he, just he wants definitely is out. because mm. that's the
1: whole thing. Was it was like it's creation part three? Is it?
2: It could all be set up. He could so- just be
1: like, this is my new pet.
2: Well it could, no. it could be because well we'll Jessie talk about is... it in
1: predictions, but let's talk about <laughs> okay
2: yeah <laughs> I'm just saying it could be set up so Jesse could be doing it so new creatures don't happen, but he's not even
1: planning to do it. I think that's a good taste <laughs> it's let's expand it in okay, predictions because okay. I think that that is a good prediction because that's would be very off of. Yeah. Like, that would be a, a definite psych-out. Yeah. But this show is all about psych-outs. Like, we have Featherstone, who yeah. has now <laughs> d- decided to oh don this gosh. intricate disguise.
2: Great drag king.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the ultimate barista yeah. man. <laughs> uh at Lazarus coffee which will never make me not la- like I will always laugh at like oh mm. feeling a little dead get revived
2: at Lazarus, <laughs> Lazarus coffee. coffee coming back from the dead
1: um and then we see you know oh. this whole dynamic with her and Nix
2: we got to talk about Nix Yes Can we find out Hoover 2 Hoover, Hoover two, two is <laughs>
1: actually <laughs>
2: this is <like, laughs> the this- scene happened I was like where, what is this show? It's so, where it's just like, you've been undercover, and it's like, oh, I'm not going to do it, I'm an For undercover. <laughs> There's yeah. like a few minutes where I'm like, are they just introducing a whole new plot line? Yeah. That we're going to like have to explore? The reason right. that
1: I thought that, that it was going to be an immediate psych out was right. only because when he was like, Hitler and Jesus are like I mean, just without blinking, the guy is like oh, just no. accepting this where he's yeah. like, Hitler and Jesus are having these discussions and they're gonna do an atomic war and it's gonna just blow up everybody and he's like, If this is true, you'll make detective by the time you're <laughs> yeah, and it's like, like uh, Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that really isn't the focus.
0: <laughs> yeah, just and, switched into like an eighties action movie, like real quick for like fifteen yeah, seconds. So and just the great. stereotype
1: of like, I'm just a cop doing my job, <laughs> helping people Like cops do, the Featherstone just shoots him in the head.
2: But I love that there's been this entire story that's been going on (laughs) this entire time. We're just following who we never saw, and it just
1: looks of like deep. Which is such a testament to that actor, too, because I was like, why is he always so shifty and, like, listening? And they keep yeah. showing it, and it's like, what? And it's like, because then he goes off screen <laughs> and yeah. does all this espionage. It was also,
2: like, one of the most, like, you know, I'm just bad, and I follow, I'm just here to follow, like, uh, star And then yeah. we find out this whole backstory. It's great.
1: I love it. Whitman, oh you're getting psyched out, Bruce. <laughs> yeah. But I mean now Whitman does have this information, so it's like, okay, well, is that mm-hmm. gonna affect things later on too? Did they set all of this up just so they could have that one little bit or I is this a red herring?
2: I think it was only that scene just I think for that that's scene? just done. <laughs> there no are so
1: many weird little things, like even the morning show when they're like setting up just to set up the New Zealand, oh, Australia. Yeah. Right. Uh, dichotomy in this war that they're setting up, where they have this guy just break down. He's like, I'm not talking about Rosie O'Donnell's breakdown <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, here's my I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it yeah. anymore moment. As yeah.
2: a little well, network moment. Yeah. 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 yeah, you do get a sense that it's people realizing the apocalypse is like about to happen mm-hmm. and kind of happening. Also, what happens during that scene, if you read the Chiron on the bottom, one of the things that it said was like, Memorial to Tom Cruise hits another budget snag. Oh
1: my god. <laughs> so
2: I love that they so have been working on this memorial for Tom Cruise <laughs> since 2015.
0: Yeah. And it still hasn't so like
1: funny. happened
0: yet. Oh, I didn't
1: even pick up on that. That's hilarious. I love so. the
0: little world building in this show. Just like yes. everything that in this show is just so outside. It's so weird. I love yeah. it.
1: And then kind of the real big thing is we have the the first little teaser in where Hitler's saying. To Jesus, look, right. here is Humperdoo, and he kills him dead. He's like, he's not a good dancer. He must die. <laughs> he think- is a clone. If he is not, Jesus tap-dancing Christ. He has <laughs> no Christ for me. I just love the
2: idea of there's so many people that are that have to be watching the show and their parents come in yeah. And suddenly they see that it's Jesus talking to another Jesus who has a huge erection, <laughs> yes. while, while on the piano is Hitler yelling at both of them. Yeah, and, and then, then comes up and murdering
1: shoots. erection Jesus, <laughs> which sounds like the worst action figure erection you could Jesus. possibly. <laughs> Depending. If you guys, if you're watching Preacher Marketing Team, <laughs> yeah. if you want to make one doll, don't make it Jesse Custer. Erection Jesus is the takeaway. Yeah. Also,
0: make a really good punk band name.
1: <laughs> right. true um but yeah so we have this Weird, whole thing true. that we also have. <laughs> and then um we have hitler explaining look there's all of these different clones but i don't know what happens the real messiah he's probably dead because he's an idiot mm-hmm. and then we find out no he's not dead right this is tulips and cass's whole mission now is that they first we have the whole thing with Cass eating the chickens with and the whole Danny. thing yeah. with the, the poor man who's lost his wife and while Tulip is dealing with her issues and she lights the letter on fire and mm. lights at the church she's trying to talk to God and she's like God won't talk to me but I know how to get him yeah. he loves this Humperdew thing let's go get him
2: <laughs> I also think just to like have a moment where we talk about the uh, the Cass and Tulip at that, uh, at that church burning down the church and then you also see Cass eat the chickens.
1: Yeah, which yeah. is he clearly kills and eats that man. I
2: mean, he does or he That's doesn't. That's a lot of That's blood.
1: That's a lot
0: of blood. And it makes you what think...
1: What do you guys think? I think he definitely killed a I man. I think
0: he killed the guy. Yeah, I mean, I like to think that he didn't kill the guy just because he's, it seems like he's a little nicer than uh, he has been in his previous life. But he was, wow. but this is a post... This is a post Jesse two yeah. cast.
1: I think so too. I think this is gonna be where we're seeing that Cass is maybe a little bit worse than we thought and that he probably tells Tulip that he killed the chickens, mm-hmm. but that's... and also
2: Tulip doesn't blink at the yeah. blood. And also later, in two scenes later, we see Tulip finally kill Danny's husband, even though she yeah. constantly yeah. says that she's For never ten going years and said no. Yeah. But
1: it's also interesting with the chicken tie-in that that keeps being this weird metaphor that we see with Jesse, this symbolic. Thing right. that when it crosses the road, when he's in right. Angelville, yeah. right. and we see the chickens re-referenced, and it's been referenced throughout the show, mm, and then point. this big, what seems like not an important scene, I'm thinking is probably going to be. I mean, I'll save that again for predictions, but I think <laughs> it's probably going to be a little bit more pivotal, just because it has that chickens symbolism in it, mm. and that keeps coming back.
2: I think even if we never go back to that scene it's still the start of of Cass's downfall. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that's what we were And saying.
1: it is. I mean, if the if the chicken is symbolic of Jesse and of Jesse's, you know, mm-hmm. storyline and his progression, Cass feels that he killed Jesse at mm-hmm. this point, so it makes sense that he feels that he is here to kill your chickens. That's what I'm good for. I'm here for destruction. Right. So, I feel like there's a little bit more depth to that scene than mm-hmm. was initially like, I feel like they're really good about kind of glazing over things that then you circle back to that you're like, oh, snap. Yeah, um, yeah. But kind of the big question I have for you guys, going back to Tulip killing Danny's husband and mm-hmm. everything, and mm-hmm. even Cass saying, I'll do this for you, I'll commit this murder for you, and Cass even tipping and everything after, and mm. weird. But um, yeah. but then having Humperdoo being hidden in this temple, this Mm. Jewish temple, what did you guys think about having this whole scene of Danny being like, watch him tap dance, don't you get it now? And being like, no. "No."
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of thoughts that went through my mind where I was like, oh, oh, this feels really bad. This feels really offensive. The fact that they have like this like, this mentally handicapped and bred uh, Jesus be the Messiah for the Jewish people, I was like,
1: oh, that kind of...
2: That makes me feel very uncomfortable.
1: But, Meanwhile, evidence that they're like...
2: <laughs> but, I mean, I think I also realized the big, a big part of the Jewish faith, I believe, I'm not Jewish, but, like... Is what is having the Messiah hasn't come yet, right. right? So the fact that this is the Messiah that they're waiting for is—it is, is a little inflammatory, but it's also like okay, I, because of that aspect of the Jewish religion where they're waiting for the Messiah to show up, yeah. and this is like the Messiah. It's—it made me feel a little bit better, but yeah. it's yeah. still
1: like. Uh, it was also intentionally icky. so absurd, especially when Humperdue mm. finally is like, oh, everybody bow down to yeah. me. And they're all like, okay. And he's like, bye bye. And then <laughs> poor Eli, I didn't even know we had a Messiah. <laughs> it's good
0: we didn't tell you, Eli. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. I love it. It was
1: that button that it was like, okay, I forgive it. Like,
0: I, will say, <laughs> I will say, I was expecting, like, as Tulip and Humperdue and Cassie are walking through the synagogue, I was expecting, like, a Kingsman esque, like, super super huge fight scene with like a bunch of Hasidic oh, Jews no, and no. and yep. that. Yeah I was like yeah I mean that, that probably would I have was been a little like, murder uh, all those Hasidic Jewish men. I thought
1: they were going to kick their I genuinely was like oh my really god road. is Tuma about to kick the ass of a bunch of Hasidic Jews <laughs> in a temple. Please then don't I would be do like, this.
2: Like, I think
1: then I like, like, think like
2: they is need too far. This is also stuff that's not in the comics. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> yeah. Maybe They're Seth like Riverdale poisoned a bunch of nuns. We're going all out with Preacher.
2: Yeah, some of them need to go to therapy or something. Some of them need to address a little bit of self hatred like, there. Okay, okay.
1: So, yeah, so that's where we leave off. It's basically right. like, okay, they are off with Humperdue. Mm. Humperdue cast- is happily.
2: Go well, on. you hear Cass make his yeah. big statement about their plan, yes. what they're doing with Humperdue Because they know Humperdew is a favorite son of God, right. because God keeps saying it conveniently. Yeah, um, so, and that
1: he's a big part of the apocalypse. Yes,
2: conveniently. Mm-hmm. So they're they're going to be taking uh, Humperdue to God to kill him in front of God.
1: Yes. That's so, the idea, at least. So, It's to basically just the ultimate F you. They're like, in case you didn't think it was bad enough that we almost beat up a bunch of Hasidic Jews, <laughs> now we're going to go murder Jeez. God's favorite son in front of him. <laughs> because <laughs> Betsy Collins had five sons, and they all died in a war back when potatoes were very, very rare. <laughs> so... <laughs> Wait, what? You lost me. <laughs> you don't oh, the, the that's the whole story that he, told story about that he about, like, tells about right, Betsy Collins. Right, oh, he's like, back when I was growing up in the potato famine era, mm. and he's like, all of them died, and she kept her faith. Why? Because <laughs> she's freaking stupid. And, and like, guess oh, what? Whoa. We're gonna kill. Them. And they're like, that's not cool. <laughs> oh. And the
0: really interesting thing about the whole show is that it feels like all of the main characters have sort of like giving given up on their faith in God, except for mm-hmm. Jesse. Like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Cassidy, mm-hmm. Tulip, even Eugene have all like given up on what they feel. Uh, or the are christian uh sensibilities and like Jesse uh for for better or ill is still still holding on to his faith in god. Yeah, we're still
2: we still I feel like Jesse still has some cards that he hasn't shown yet. I feel like he's his plan of facing god. Mm-hmm. I don't have quite a grasp on what he's planning to do right. when he meets god. Mm-hmm. Like I don't quite know and I kind of like that cuz yeah. it keeps me Kind of guessing Mm -hmm. because I'm like, oh, he must hate God now. Ah, he's turning down the throne, and his the way he's turning down the throne makes me think he's still on God's team. So
1: we see him even like express this dichotomy of himself, like this duality where he's like, I want to be good, but. I've killed innocent people, like I killed this poor kid that was just a bank teller, right. and he's be like, innocent. and you know, that's how he discovers that he's in hell is because few are mm-hmm. saying, but you forgave them, and he's like, I didn't, no, I didn't, I got, <laughs> I still have hate in my heart, mm. right? So I think that that is a very, very interesting kind of way to leave off. Um, but before we leave off with uh, this episode, why don't mm. we start with our special segment? Page flipped.
2: Page flipped.
1: Uh, to talk about how the comics are different than. I don't know what that was, but yeah. Uh, then the comics are different Sorry, than. Outback, that was
2: Outback Steakhouse. That was an Outback Steakhouse. Yeah. Yeah. That was
1: By Man, the way, that is the voice it's... of God that you're hearing right now telling you to eat out Outback Steakhouse. Oddly fitting. That's Ryan in the booth. He's our producer. Thank you, right. Ryan. Yes,
0: yeah, also just Ryan quick booth. shout out. Uh, we guys, You guys got. An iTunes review. Yeah, they said they just
2: discovered you and that they're on uh a. the, the, they're, they're binging the series right now, but they love you guys.
1: Oh, and uh, well, awesome work. What good. are their names?
2: Dark Extract.
1: Oh, look <laughs> at you, you <laughs> Dark James Extract.
2: They sound <laughs> extremely sexy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you've got good taste, Dark <laughs> Extract. I like it. Um, but yeah, so we have talked a lot about how mm. the comics are very different. Yeah. Um, I do love that you mentioned that they do have that one... Explicit panel reference with Cassidy with his arm out being yeah. burned as he's holding Jesse. But at this point, it is weird because Jesse is dead, but we didn't get any of the whole well, him being the mayor of the town and the shoot down at the Alamo. This is like a that very doesn't
2: come yet. In the comics, at least that that could still kind of c- the mayor of the town isn't going to happen. That's I'm, not going mean, to
1: happen because that's a whole another season.
2: Yeah, and they kind of did the mayor of the town in the first season because the mayor of the yeah. town is fighting the meat guy, right. and True. the meat guy was all the first season. Yeah, but I the things that they that they did do that are in the comics that I remember at least. It's been a while, but I do know that after he dies, he does get offered the throne, and he does turn down the throne. Mm. And then he I does believe. get
1: resurrected. So. And he does get
2: resurrected, but in that in that process, then he loses his eye, which we know he's going to do, because we see it in the opening credits. But when he's
1: resurrected, his eye is restored.
2: Well, no, not after he's God... resurrected. He's like, uh, that's, that's when he comes back with the eye patch. Oh. Um. What happens in what happens in the comic is this. This is when this is when Tulip and Cass really have a big downfall.
1: Yeah, because because it's when Jesse thinks that Tulip has betrayed him, and so he's trying to stay away from her, and or he just
2: can't face her. He can't
1: really. Yeah, it's like a whole mm. thing of like he thinks they're better off without him, but then it's actually that Cass has been drugging her.
2: Yeah. So a big thing about the comics is uh, 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 spoiler alert. You gotta. of guard that is, but he didn't quite know. He really tried, but he didn't quite know how to write women, and they end up kind of being um, the property and, and uh, tools of the men. Wait in the closet until <laughs> I
1: get back! Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> so, there are tulips in it! <laughs> that's that Tulip in the comics is very much like she's constantly pissed rightfully so because Jesse always who's basically John Wayne in the comics mm. is always wanting to kind of keep her safe as he goes and faces it mm-hmm. but she doesn't want to ever stay safe and that's but he never changes his mind about that. And what happens is after he dies she doesn't know what to do with her life because her man has died so she ends up going with Cass and Cass just kind of keeps her, yeah, dazed and drugged, and ends up sleeping with her, and has like this. Feels very, very rapey, to be yeah, honest. It, it was is very Cosby esque.
0: So, well, it's yeah.
1: really, yeah, it's like a whole rough thing. But then kind finally, of more they're of an reunited. R. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then finally, like there's this whole like Tulip and Jesse are reunited, and it's a whole thing. Mm. But I mean, at this point, like in the sh- the show is just completely changed how they want right. cast to be. It doesn't And I know feel that like we do need to, do to wrap a little bit. So kind of moving from that into predictions. Yeah. How With do you think prediction. <laughs> how do you think that that's gonna affect going forward and wrapping up? Mm. Because this is the last season of right. the show entirely. Yeah. yeah. This made
2: me think that they are going to be doing there's another thing from the comics that is going to be in next week's episode, which I was surprised about. But also I'll get to that in a second. But what's going to happen with Cass and Tulip, I think, is instead of taking it down the rape route, they're going to be going down the they become murderers and evil sonnets of bitches route. So mm. I think that's going to be what happens is rather than rather than like turn on become different people and become darker people in mm-hmm. one way they're going to become darker people in the fact that they're going to start taking people's mm. lives they're going to be hurting innocent people and now Jesse's going to come back and say what have you done you've changed i think that's what's going to happen right. and i also think there's still going to be a shootout at the alamo because they're laying a little hint the in this episode
1: work, a little bit because
2: they you saw in god's in God's, like, trailer, mm. he had a snow globe for the Alamo.
1: Oh, oh I, didn't, I didn't even I mean, see that. It, I, didn't I pick I, I, it I didn't that up.
2: It was very, very subtle, but it was enough to be like, like a Oh, they're still going to end at the Alamo. I bet you anything this this entire show is going to end at the Alamo somehow, which would be nice because it goes back to Texas. And mm. then you'll remember it. Yeah, but also...
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but also, uh, next, next week, there was a little thing on the next week on where you see uh, someone is helping Hairstar and Hairstar says did you did you restore all my body parts or something and he says well, we did the best we could yeah. which oh. is which are characters <laughs> from the comic I did not expect to see these kind of hills have eyes type y characters that I'm like wow
1: they're yeah. going
0: there <laughs> Now and we I do got we way. do
1: got a wrap okay. but Maybe. okay so Alex real quick final thoughts
0: uh, final thoughts. I mean, I I, I personally think that Jesse, uh, we, like Jesse, does have a plan. Uh, like in the same way of like a, the Oceans of movies, where like you, you 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 hear all the obstacles and then you don't see what the plan is until the plan is actuated. I think God we're gonna. <laughs> I think as soon as like Jesse has a plan, it's gonna go up against God's plan. and We're gonna find out that Jesse is smarter than God. I me personally. That's oh gonna, snap! Gonna gonna uh all play out.
1: Well, we want to hear what all of your theories are, too, so be sure to comment. Shout out to everybody who has commented, dark elixir, dark extraction, whatever. <laughs> I forgot, but it's right. Dark <laughs> um, extraction. And uh, where can everybody keep up with you guys in the meantime?
2: Oh, you could find me at MRDaveChild on the Twitter and the Instagrams and <laughs> DaveChild.com,
0: because my name, well...
2: It's Dave Chow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on, <laughs> all, uh, on all, and Twitter and Instagram at Alex LaFosta, L-A-F-O-S-T-A.
1: And you can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at Elena J. Jordan. And you can catch us next week here on AfterBuzz TV's Preacher After Show. See you guys next time. Bye-bye. Yep. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV.